With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Isles Buzz Podcast. This is your one-stop shop for everything surrounding your New York Islanders. And now, here are your hosts, Dan Petru and Noel Fogelman. All right, Islanders hockey is back. I mean, after... A very eventful offseason. They're back now. Training camp is underway. We had a couple uh, preseason games underneath the belt. And raring to go, Dan. Yeah, 2-0 in the preseason. Actually, I am. Um, I have a lawn chair set up, and I am just waiting down the canyons of Heroes as we speak. Yeah, I mean, uh, what's what's the magic number to clinch uh, division title in preseason? Uh, you know? 82. Oh, okay, all right. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, what, what you're telling me is preseason means nothing, right? No, but you'd much rather be two and zero than zero and two. Yeah, I mean, I, the biggest thing for me in preseason, I'll run off the bat. Nobody hurt. Yeah, just had exactly. Get hurt. No one get hurt. I I did not watch right. any of the first two games yet. Uh, but yeah, I watched both. Right, and I always equate this to uh, the New York Jets, who are utter disaster. Uh, one year, they they played five games in the preseason. They they played in the Hall of Fame game. They went five and zero in the preseason. They won more games in the preseason that year than they did in the regular season. So I know, obviously, that's not going to happen with the Islanders unless, you know, some tragic things happen. But the main thing, like you said, is players stay healthy. You like to see some strides, but results are not important. So if you're looking for trends, though, it's like, okay, the defense looks pretty good. You know, like, so, you know, Barzell looks pretty good. Uh, some of these kids look pretty good. Barlamov was sharp. Bryce was sharp. So those are the things you're looking for. Yeah, yeah, but wins and losses are meaningless. No, you know, I, I agree. I'm just yeah, saying, like you know, right. if they play eight preseason games and they were one and seven, you'd maybe be a little concerned. 
Maybe. Maybe. Right. Yeah. But like I said, no one get hurt, and you just you're looking for certain things. Like Wallstrom's look pretty good. Dobson's look pretty good. Hossein's shown a little bit. Um, so you know, those are some of the things you're looking for more so than wins and losses. Right, and, and we'll get into uh, Hossein. Power play stinks. It's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> of course, right. Mitzi's in form. And we'll get into the power play and Hossein in a couple minutes when we go over kind of the storylines going into the, the season. But a little bit of news today. Uh, Islanders made uh, 12 cuts. Uh, two players going back to Bridgeport and six players going back to juniors. Nothing really out of the ordinary. Both their young goalies, uh, Jacob Skarik and Soderstrom, went down. Travis St. Dennis, who Dan loves and I love as well, went down. Uh, Parker Watherspoon may be a little bit of a surprise, but they have so many other defensemen up here. Uh, they do. Uh, we know Mitchell Van Sample is out for a while, so which you never want to see because he was right on the cusp. So this could move Wallerspoon up the, the ring a little bit, but like I said, there's still such a log of defensemen. Um, other than that, no one real, no big surprises uh, for the junior players. I mean, Samuel Bolduc, their number one, other oh, second-round pick, went down. Uh, other than that, no... He played quite well, by the way. Yeah. He, uh, yeah he, they have high hopes for him. Yeah, well, and we'll see him a couple as well years. As, uh, as well as Hutton, I believe, too. Yeah, I, I absolutely I, – I saw Grant Hutton last year when he played in Bridgeport a few games. He's obviously on the older side because he's four years of college. So he's, you know, he's experienced. Very, very – nothing bothers that kid. You know, he's kind of like Sebastian Ajo in that sense where he's very poised. He can run the power play. And I think, obviously, there's a lot of injuries. We'll see him this year at some point. But – He's he's a piece that the owners you know can have down the road. I think he's you know very a very talented player. Yeah, I think I think him and uh, Joe so far look like some pretty solid college signings, and I'm in, I'm excited to see them in Bridgeport this year. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know Joe's had the you know game winning goal the other night. Um, it was did, you didn't see it? Did you see the highlights of it? Uh, I did not. I didn't see anything. It was JF Ruby who was in goal for the Flyers. Um, Lee cut across with no overtime. Lee cuts across, pretty harmless wrist shot, and Bruby can't squeeze it. The puck drops right next to him, and then uh, Jobs just fires it into the empty net. Ah, oh, perfect. Uh, so it was vintage, vintage JF Bruby. Uh, hey, at least he got into a game. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, That's not true. Set on the bench. Yeah, you can't for send him down. Oh. Send them down. Yeah, remember that debacle? Oh my! I mean, that's I just oh. yeah. I, that's I. Uh, but we digress. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But, uh, yeah, so we figured we'd just carve out a couple of the um, storylines going into, obviously, camp underway now and then heading towards the season. And I, I think the first one we could talk about um, is one of the reasons why they got swept by Carolina in the second round last year. And even after the series, Barry Trotz brought it up about they have to get some more scoring pop going into the season. They brought in Derek Broussard for that issue. Um, I just—I don't think no. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's why they brought him in. It's a joke, Dan. Come on. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't tell. Oh, come on, really? Uh, Although I don't really do think Broussard's going to help this team a lot. I—he will definitely help this team, but he wasn't brought in to score goals. Uh, oh, but he was brought in to win faceoffs, and they have no one else on the team that can. So right. That's... Well, yeah, they, they brought him in to basically replace Fipola, who had an unbelievable year last year. Uh, he moved to Detroit for two years which is fine, not bringing him back for two years, bringing Broussard, who has something to prove. He's bounced around the last couple of years. But top question, where are the goals coming from this year? 
Well, I mean, you have to think Everly, who had, what, 19 goals last year? I believe he had, like, around 19 goals. You have to think that he can get back to about 25, right? You have to think Leakey is good for about five more goals. Barzell's good for about five more goals. So you have to hope that some of these – because no one had a career year last year. So you have to hope some of these guys have about five more goals. Also, on the on the blue line, you have to think, uh, could Devontae's a full year of him get five more goals? You don't know where that is going to be at more out of Pulak. I think basically what this boils down to, Noel, this team was so good at even strength and so bad at power play. So if the power play goes from 29th to about 18th or 17th, I think this team will be fine. That's where they lost a lot of their points. Yeah, I, um, I hopefully, I'm sure Everly, which every year he bounces and towards 20 goals last year was kind of an anomaly I think for him probably just getting adjusted to Trotz's system I think that's what a lot of these players you know it, it happened with Ovechkin the first time he played with Trotz right. I mean could Del Cole score 15 goals 12 15 goals maybe you know you you look at you look at Del Cole and I think probably the biggest x factor on this team like okay you know Lee Nelson Eberle those three will score at least 20 I think the biggest X factor, yeah, yeah. at least 20. And the biggest X factor, I think, is Bavoulier. Is what can you get from this guy? Can this guy build upon the 20 he scored two years ago? Is he consistent enough to do that? That's the thing. I mean, he's still a young enough player. He's only 21 years old, 22 years old. I know. Uh, I, I think he, he's a key. If he can kind of move up to 25 goals, I think you got something there. Uh, Barzal's not a goal scorer, but that being said, you know he can put at least 20 in the net. So right. you, you're not gonna. I don't think you'll have any 30 goal scorers on this team anymore. But if no, you, no, they. Have, I know someone's got to score 30 goals in this team, and I think it's late. But they, they know they need. Like I said, if you can make the power play average, they've lost so many points in the power play. So if you can just make the power play average, I think you'll see a bump in every in goals. And you have obviously a NHL assistant coach Jim Hiller running the power play this year. So and I think that will that'll certainly help. But like you said, you need Taze, who I think can played 48 games. He played half a season last year. He can easily yeah. score double digits in goals. I think so, too. I think Pullock will score 10. I think he'll score 10 to 15 goals as well. I think you're going to see. I think either Taze or Pullock is going to have 45 points this year, maybe both. But one of those two is going to have 45 points. Right. And you can't, I mean, as fantastic as his year was last year, I you can't expect Casey Zeke to score 20 again. No, but he should still be around 14. 14 to 15. I mean, if he if yeah. he scores, because everything was on even strength last year, which was a healthy clutterbuck would give you a little bit more. Yeah, you know, like I said, no one had a career year besides Zeke, I'll say. So I think there is some room for improvement internally, but it would be nice, you know, if one of these kids could step up, whether it's a Del Cole or a Bavillier or even a guy like Wallstrom, because he has the he has the pedigree to score goals. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Not really expecting him to be up this year unless there's a I'm not an injury. Either, I, think you'll see him. I think you might see him at some point. Yeah, like, unless I, I think there's there's an injury. Cause, and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit with, with the, the forwards. But one guy who, if he does make the team, can contribute in scoring too is Noah Dobson. Correct. Which, I mean, I, I think they'll, they'll, they'll give him, I think, the nine games. I think that's all but certain unless, you know, he gets hurt. But he's... He's going to be playing. He's not going to be sitting on the bench like they, they did with um, Barzal when he was off that time, which was a joke. He played two games and sat out the rest, and then they sent him back. Clearly he wasn't ready, but you just don't 
kind of dick around with a player like that. No, if he's here, he's going to play. Yeah, uh, uh, agreed, agreed. But if they can improve upon the power play, get 20 from all those guys, and get 15 goals for, I think, Pulak, Taze, 10, I, I think they'll be okay scoring-wise. It all boils down to the, it's the special teams. It really does. Yeah, which which killed them last year. I, I, absolutely. I mean, you know, Lee led with 10 power play goals last year. I think if he can somehow get five more in the power play this year, right. I think it'll be okay, right. and that'll give him above 30. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. So, second question, um, they have so many forwards on this team. And this, this it's a very weird roster because they have all their players are on one-way deals, besides, obviously, Dobson, who can only go back to juniors. So there's really one spot in the t- top 12 available, and that's on one of the wings on the third line. And there are plenty of candidates. Right. You have, obviously, Tom Kunakel, Tanner Fritz, and I'll, I'll mention his name, but although I think he's going to end up getting waived and sent that to Bridgeport, is Ross Johnston. And you have our friend Josh Hosang. So what is that? Five guys competing for one spot? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think they'll call. Uh, I think they'll Cole's job to lose. I do. Um, I think you'll see somebody get. I think you see you might see Johnson get waived and sent down. You can even see a Fritz get waived and sent down. Um, I think Kunakel will be one of the extra forwards. So, uh, I, like I said, I think it's it's Doug Cole's job to lose. Hosting's really, really gonna have to stand out. See, I. I think personally, I think Fritz is making this team. I think Trot I I loves I this do, guy. Maybe him and Kunako are the extra players. Yeah, or you know, or or he starts, and you can kind of have him and Del Cole alternate a little bit. But I don't like that. I don't. I don't like that either. But I mean, let Del Cole play. I actually think Del Cole. Has, I think he he's earned a long look here. I really do think that. I I agree too. But when you lost a player, um, Fipola who and basically was one of your penalty killers. And insert Fritz right there, who has the energy, can, can do it, and he can score too. You know, he's, Super he, Sark can kill penalties though too. No, he, he, he can as well. Because uh, you have you know Komarov on, on the other side who is not going anywhere. He's going to play 82 well, if he's healthy. No, we know that. You know, yeah, I know. Un- unfortunately. I mean, he's great in the clubhouse, but, you know, and he's, he's great in the penalty box, so we'll get used to that. I would not be surprised, and I, I will say this on the record, if Josh Hosting gets waived. Because, well, he's not, he's not going to get waived. He's not, he can get sent down. No, he has to clear through waivers. Why is he to clear waivers? He's not on a one-way deal. Yeah, he's he's not on his ELC anymore. But he's not on a one-way deal. It's a two-way deal. No, but he's 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 waiver I don't think eligible. He's played I, enough games with the AHL. I don't. I don't know exactly how many games he's played in the AHL. Maybe you're right. Maybe he does have to get waived. I. I don't think he does. I don't think he does. Just because you're off for ELC doesn't mean you don't have options. I don't. I don't. I think he. I may be mistaken, but I thought he has to clear waivers. Okay, maybe he's played enough games in the AHL where that he does. Okay. Yeah. I mean. That would be the case because he's not. He's not on a one-way deal. No, he. He's not. But I. All right. The rules are stupid. So I don't know. You're right. You. He might have. Because he's played, what, three seasons? He's probably played close. I think it might be 150 games. So you're right. I think he has played that. Yeah, let me let me double-check the amount of games. I, I know he's played. 
right. Well, you know what? Regardless, I don't, I don't think even if they waive him, I don't think anybody claims him. So, and if they exactly. Do, good luck to them. Exactly. So that's why I don't think it's such a big deal because I think he'll just end up back in Bridgeport. Same thing with Ross Johnston, who, you know, his contract makes him, you know, basically waiver proof. Yeah, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they need him against Washington or whatever, they call him up. Yeah, I mean, because with, um, with Racco Gudis and. Uh, <laughs> And Tom, Tom Wilson, Wilson now. Yeah. yeah, he's played a hundred. Well, you have you have Hickey for Tom Wilson. Well, maybe, and we'll, we'll get maybe, into that right. in, in a little bit. Yeah, he's played a hundred and fifty-six games in uh, Bridgeport. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, then I think he does need to clear. Yes, yeah. Right. Which is, I mean, which is which is crazy. Now that he's played so much down there. And he has like and he has like nineteen goals down there. <laughs> uh, no, he has uh, twenty-six. But still, 20. that's. I wasn't. I wasn't off by that. Long. No, you weren't. You, you weren't at all. But it's yeah. Uh, he's. Um, I you know it's Josh Hosan gets in Josh Hosan's way. That's that's the that's the biggest issue with him, and it's it's, it's really it's really unfortunate. But yeah, I mean you'd figure okay, so it'd be Fritz and Del Cole, one of those two guys, both of them making the team along with Kunako. So I think yeah, yeah so those would be your, your two spare forwards because I don't think you're taking eight defensemen. No, I I, I really don't. I mean. Maybe at the beginning to give Dobson a look, but that all depends on whether or not they keep Letty, which I think he's not going anywhere. We can get into that in a second. And Hickey, they have too many players. They really do. They do. It's you know, it's it's ridiculous. You, you want to be able to give Dobson a look and get him in the lineup because he's he should be ready. Clearly, he looks like he is. But what you're not going to keep him on this roster not to play him. And you right. you have a guy like Hickey who's you know his contract's not bad he's got three years left making two point five, that's not bad and teams need defensemen. Sure. If you, if you move him for like a, a third round pick, to get another draft pick, you clear out some cap space you, you make a roster spot available. It's not out of the ordinary right there to do that. I mean, in a perfect world though, if, if they think Dobson is ready, I would like to move Hickey because you can really free up some cap space there. Maybe you can get an asset back that can help you right away, and I wouldn't mind having Hickey's contract in the press box, because like you said, it's a manageable contract. Yeah, yeah. you, 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 meant, you meant trading Letty. Yeah, trading Letty to keep Hickey in the press box, yes. Yeah, and then, because there, there are a couple of teams who desperately need a defenseman. You can look at Winnipeg right there, they lost. Winnipeg, 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 right. highlight, circle, all caps. Exactly, <laughs> they have two guys who remain unsigned as uh, RFAs. And uh, Buffalo might be Buffalo, done, so. Yeah, and we all know Truba is playing the Big Apple. So they yep. they need a defenseman. And My, Myers is Myers is gone, and uh, Sherrod is gone. Yeah, you know, and they gave. Where did Myers? Go? I forgot. Where did Myers go? Do you remember? It's a good question. I um. I don't remember. He um. I don't I remember. remember. I, we're not a Winnipeg. We're not a Winnipeg podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what did he go to? Um, I was in Dallas. All right, I think you're. I think you're guessing. I am totally guessing, but well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He he went somewhere in the league. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He's not. Yeah, he's not in the Eastern Conference. I don't think. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's um, honestly, like you said, this roster is. It's a very weird roster, and it's not many spots here for, for players to uh, crack into it. No, there's not a lot of room here, so this is going to be uh, an interesting training camp to see because uh, there's just so few spots available, you know? Yeah, yeah, and, like, it all depends on, like, 
if Lou can make a move, which I mean, you, you can't. Uh, I know. Not to interrupt you. Not to completely interrupt you. Uh, Myers signed with Vancouver. Okay. Yeah. Which yeah. which which is close to Dallas, right? <laughs> it's very close. On it's a map, close. yeah. On, on a map, it's, it's it's pretty close. But I mean, if if you if you look at like what Lou can possibly do at the eve of the season, maybe make a deal with a team looking to get rid of cap space, get under the cap, kind of like what Garth did with Hickey and Boychuk, I mean, Letty and Boychuk. But that being said, Lou's not making a move. He hasn't made a move in over a year now. Uh, Basically, all all kidding aside, um, the only move I can really see him doing is moving out Hickey. Well, I think... Like no, you're right. Lou has not shown uh, a knack for trading since he's been here, um, outside of Matt Martin. Uh, but I do think, I do think there's a trade to be made here. And as we keep saying, Winnipeg needs defensemen desperately. Nick Letty would help them. They have serious issues up front. Patrick Line is off in Switzerland. Connor is still not signed. Uh, they only have 15 or 16 million cap space for two guys that are looking like around eight, uh, eight million each. I don't think how I don't understand how they can sign both of them and keep a guy like Nick Ehlers. So would a Letty for Ehlers trade make sense? Of course it would. Or like I we, we talked before we did the show. I, I you know this will never happen. And look at me going offer sheets. You're captain offer sheet. Uh-oh. But now I am, <laughs> I am picking up the. I know I know this is a big deal. We should save this. I would offer sheet Connor eight and a half million or eight point four. It's a one two and a three for compensation. That's nothing. And then when the Jets match him because they actually want him on their team, I would go offer sheet line A 8.4, and you'll definitely get him. Because the Jets, I don't even think the Jets really want line A, and line A doesn't want to be there. So I just think there's a move to be made there. Now, will anything happen? Probably not. But uh, although although if line A gets traded to another team in the Eastern Conference, then Lou's really going to have to answer to that. Um, or or if there is an offer sheet for that. Uh, and also another team I think that is having some issues right now um, is Tampa. They lowball Braden Point. He wants to be compensated fairly. So I think a guy like maybe like a guy like Taylor, a Tyler Johnson could be available if they if they do eventually sign Point. So I do think those are two teams that that are in play. Yeah, I mean both those teams. I mean obviously you know Miko Rantanen is having issues now, and I I think that'll get settled eventually. I don't think they're they're trading him because I think they get that done. They're the favorites in the West, but that's another story for a different day. Um, the Jets make perfect sense. They need defensemen. Uh, both their RFAs can't can't stay there unless one makes like ends up taking Brock Besser money, which um, I, I I don't see that happening. Lane wants to play in the first line. He wants to play with Shifley. He wants to play with those guys. Islanders have come one. Play, come play with Barzell. Exactly. <laughs> Islanders have one of those guys. You put those guys together. They're a dynamic duo for the next ten it would years. Be, it would be Hull and Oates. Exactly. You know. I mean, it's it'd be unbelievable. And if and for people like, because there's a there's a field, you know, there's a sect of Islanders fans like, we can't trade our prospects, we can't trade our draft picks, blah 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 blah. Look, even line a half assing his season last year because he was playing too much video games, he still scored <laughs> thirty goals. And if they acquired a guy like Patrick Line, he would be their the most talented goal scorer to wear the blue and orange since Mike Bossy. And how old is Patrick Lane? Uh, Twenty-one. Right. How old is Matt Barzell? He has hundred. He has hundred goals in the league already. Right. And how old is Matt Barzell? Uh, twenty-two. Okay. So your two best players will be twenty-one and twenty-two. It's, right. it's no, a, it's not going to happen. It's we're not. Of course, saying, it's not going to happen. We're just saying it could. It could. We're just saying it could. Uh, right. Of course. I mean, I, I was 
or, or, shooting... or, 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 or actually, I think we're saying more is, is it should there, there is a, there, we see a road to it happening. Does that make sense? Yes. And I know Islander, there is a path there. Right. I know Islander fans also, besides the prospects, well, next year we have to worry about our RFCs. Yeah. That's I, next I, I year. I hate that. I That's hate that mentality. I, I have to worry about Noah Dobson's entry level contract ending in three years. Right. Shut up. No, you don't. You know what? You worry no. about it next year. You have a little bit of money coming off the cap next year. You do. And Barzell, Barzell's not going to make Marner money. No, he, and, nor, nor should he. No, and Pollock and Taze will probably, you know, Taze will get a raise, not a huge raise. And Pollock will probably make around McAvoy money. He won't make more than that. No, I mean, there are a lot of RFA defensemen. I mean, we're not talking about Shabbat, but, you know, Zach Rowenski, you have um, Provorov, and you have the one you mentioned just now. Um, that's probably much what, what Pollock should get. And he needs to go throw up a 50-point season for something to get really out of whack, which is fine. Please go do that. I'd love to have that yeah, problem. Yeah, absolutely. But I just hope, I mean, hopefully this year, this whole crop of RFAs kind of makes it easier for next year's crop. It might. You know, yeah, it might. Hopefully. Yeah, let's hope it doesn't even. I have a feeling Barzell's going get, to get signed in season at some point, like in the new year. Let's hope. I mean, let's let's make let's make this easier for one. So, Please. why does everything have to be right at the deadline? And you know, the thing too is, oh, what if he gets offered? If he gets offered, sheeted, they'll match it. I'm not even worried about that. Yeah, of course. And it's not like the honors have done anything because Marner reportedly got two offer sheets. Yeah, from the Wild and from the Blue Jackets. Yeah. So, if I got those offer sheets, I don't want to be a Maple Leaf too. Yeah, exactly. And, and what are the Wild doing? I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, okay, I feel we, we, bad for Wild fans because they're not they're not good. And they're not bad enough to pick in the top five. They're just stuck in the middle right. of a bunch of thirty-year-olds on their contract. It, it, I, I don't get it. And you know, Islander fans can scream all you want. Oh, they let Jared Spurgeon get away. That was yeah. Was it twelve years ago already? Now yeah, it's all right. Or they're ten, still like, well, come 10, on, no one, come on, no one in this organization pulls a grudge. No, <laughs> not at all. And I mean, I, I don't, I don't fault any player in any sport for taking money. You, you can never get on a player for their contracts. You blame no. the management, blame the owners. Absolutely. And right. that contract, maybe three years from now, eh, four years from now, it's going to be basically a buy, eh. a buyout. Three, three years from now, eh. eh. Four years from now, eh. Exactly. It's, it's going right. to be a buyout candidate. In it, the words of Chris Berman, eh. Yeah. yeah, it's – but whatever. I mean, long story short, the owners aren't going to be making any of these moves, uh, which is unfortunate because they still need scoring. They do, and I, that's the thing. That's the, I, I see a path. That I look. We know. We know Lou. We know Lou is work. We know Lou's working. We right. know he's not doing nothing. We kid we around. Do. Yes, we, we know that. Right, but at the same time, it's like, God, please make that splash. There, there's, there's, there's a like I said. I see a path. I see a path to adding a top six forward. Please, right. let's get on that. Right. Uh, speaking of which, before before we finish, Noel, yes. uh, I was I was driving by Belmont the other day, and there was some serious land being moved over there. Good. Okay, so at least something's moving. <laughs> serious, serious land. There's lots of good, like, that parking lot's, like, gone, and it's, like, just right. all, like, a dirt hole. All right, dirt hole. So maybe we can throw some of those uh, long contracts we want to get rid of in that hole and dig them. <laughs> and we bury, bury Komarov and Lad in there. Oh, God, yeah. But, you know, we, we joke about Lou not doing anything. He basically gave an offer to Panera a ton of money. He yeah, took, the highest took, forever right. forward. Yes. He took less money. You, you can't fault Lou for that. No, but you, there was no plan B. That's what you can fault him for. There was absolutely <laughs> no plan B here. And that, that falls into like a, the previous regimes, too. I know. Arsenal never had a plan and, B. And the, the problem is, too, is we are so freaking jaded from the past 12 years that 
it's hard to give the new regime the benefit of the doubt at times. Especially when they had such a surprising year, a memorable year, and the Capitals didn't get better. No. The Pens didn't get better. The Pens got older. Right. The, the teams the around them. The Jackets are a mess. I think the Hurricanes are good. Hurricanes, um, I think, are the only team that can leapfrog them. Uh, the Rangers, Devils, and Flyers will all be better, but they're not there yet. Right. So, I mean, this is this is the offseason to make moves to eventually win that division. Right. But, but nothing. I mean, things can still, still get done. I mean, the season didn't even start yet. It goes right. in season. The eve of the season, things get done. But to have a very, it was just a very key off season, and nothing was done. No, I know. But what are you going to do? All right, Dan. <laughs> Gotta see how it plays out. Obviously, you know, a lot can happen before now and opening night. Yes, and don't forget to check out the rest of the Lighthouse Hockey podcasts. Yes. And uh, we'll see you next show.